Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Me neither. More of a tech news guy. Just around the river bend. <laughs> After months of leaks, Intel has finally officially unveiled the first desktop CPUs in its 12th gen Alder Lake lineup. And as Anthony and Linus pointed out on Short Circuit and LTT, they're kind of a big deal, okay? The CPUs, not the hosts. I mean, they are a big deal, love you guys, you're great, but you know. Alder Lake is Intel's first desktop CPU architecture with a hybrid design, combining high performance or P cores with high efficiency E cores. Intel's also split the chip's TDP wattage rating into processor-based power and a maximum turbo power, which will allow consumers to purchase an appropriate cooler for their setup instead of going ahead and strapping an air conditioner to their motherboard because, well, at least then you have it. Might as well. There have been some reports about early cooler compatibility issues with older AIO coolers, despite many companies releasing upgrade kits. So you'll still wanna do some Googling regardless. Both Intel's internal numbers and the leaks are pointing towards Team Blue's 12th gen, giving AMD's Ryzen a run for its money. Why do I say it like that? Holy What? All right. But as usual, you should probably wait for full reviews to launch on November 4th before you go running out, splaying your arms across store shelves that just had the chips sitting on them just a second ago. I swear I saw them. They disappeared. Where'd they go? It's spooky. Nintendo has launched its expansion pack for Nintendo Switch Online, giving Switch owners a legitimate way to play nine whole games from the N64 console that is much worse than any number of other illegitimate ways. Yeah, as if the pack costing an extra $30 a year to retain access to the N64 library wasn't bad enough, Nintendo's method of emulating these games is somehow worse than many third-party emulators that already exist, and in some cases may even be worse than the emulation seen on Switch's predecessor, the Wii U. I liked it. Graphics can look jaggy and pixelated compared to existing emulation, and many games have noticeably higher input latency. The default button mapping also kind of sucks, although that's understandable given that the N64 controller had no business existing. Yet, it existed anyway, and that's inspiring. <laughs> Hopefully, Nintendo gets their heads out of their ass and figures out that suing their fans for not using Nintendo's janky methods of preserving retro games isn't what Toad would have wanted. He died for nothing. And Adobe announced a bunch of stuff at their Max conference, including updated apps for Apple Silicon Max, raw format support for Photoshop on iPad, and extremely pared-down web-based versions of Photoshop and Illustrator for people who find the full versions a little too intimidating. But Adobe also took the opportunity to fully hop on board the NFT hype train, choo-choo, announcing an upcoming prepare his NFT option in Photoshop. Chief Product Officer Scott Belsky told The Verge that he believes in the power of NFTs to allow artists to do things like not only get paid for their art, but get a percentage of every secondary sale after that. Which is cool, as long as it doesn't mean the internet is flooded with even more of these digital Funko Pops. Collect them all, load them on a flash drive, and take them with you when you're lowered into the ground to decompose. It's cool new tech. Now it's Riley time. Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Storyblocks and its massive library of stock footage, images, audio, and After Effects templates, which can help you bring your stories to life without forcing you to never see your family again because you're so busy filming B-roll. <laughs> That's a, that would be nice. Storyblocks recently launched the Restock Initiative to make content that more accurately reflects our world. And their latest round of collections features authentic stock content made by indigenous creators to better depict underrepresented communities. They've got affordable subscriptions with unlimited video and audio downloads, so check out Storyblocks today at storyblocks.com slash techlinked. 
Quick mix, collect them all, stuff your synapses with information until they burst. Gross. Microsoft is continuing its unending struggle against Chromebooks. With Windows Central reporting, the company is working on a low-cost Surface Laptop, even cheaper than the $549 Surface Laptop Go announced a year ago. The device is codenamed Tengen and would run a new edition of Windows called Windows 11 SE, which probably stands for Student Edition and most likely would only run on apps from the Microsoft Store. That's not so bad anymore. It's got Android apps now, just like Chromebook. Wait. They got Got him. YouTube has announced it will begin demonetizing channels that consistently upload content for children that is low quality. Oh yeah, according to who, Google? Google's definition of low quality means videos that are overly promotional in nature, deceptive, and promote bad behaviors or use children's characters in questionable ways. That seems pretty reasonable, although I'm gonna have to rework my concept for a SpongeBob Nice Fights channel. Ah, it was gonna be so good! I could take SpongeBob. The US Copyright Office has helped the right to repair movement with new modifications to section 1201 of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, AKA the DMCA. You may have heard of it. You got, just got hit with it. You're down, video down, it's gone. The act now contains broad legal protections for users that repair consumer devices running software. Although they're weirdly specific at times, like you can only repair a game console's optical drive and nothing else. The new rules aren't perfect, but they're progress. And I'll tell you, I can't wait to get home, jab a screwdriver into the front of my Xbox. That's freedom. It deserves it. Samsung is jumping in the cloud gaming ring, announcing an upcoming game streaming service that's coming to the company's Tizen-based TVs. And it's got a real catchy name. Cloud gaming platform. I mean, it doesn't pretend to be anything it isn't. It's not gonna change your life. It's not gonna do your taxes. It's cloud gaming platform, and it does not apologize. And Pimax, makers of wacky high-resolution VR headsets, made some far-out promises about its new model releasing next year. The Pimax 12K QLED apparently has, appropriately, a 12K QLED mini-LED lit display, a 200Hz refresh rate thanks to foveated rendering, as well as 11 cameras for eye, face, and full body tracking. The same Snapdragon XR2 chip in the Quest 2 for standalone VR, wireless PC VR, swappable batteries, and front modules, cooling fans, it's a tall order. It costs $2,400 and maybe it'll launch next year, or maybe there'll be some crazy promises we'll all remember and laugh about someday. Remember that thing back in, in the tech link and the Pimax? It was not real. Yep. I hope you all remember to come back on Friday for more tech news because this video is over. End it, Cole. It's done. Shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> Woo!